You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as it's Wednesday, it's time for Skullclaw, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. Now, Skulk, on a scale of, say, 1 to 10, how bored are you? And uh, let me just pre-qualify that. We have had some inflation numbers from South Africa. They were boring. We've got the South African Reserve Bank decision, I think, tomorrow afternoon, which will be boring because it will be flat. We've got the US Federal Reserve this evening, which will be interesting, uh, but it will be flat as well because inflation in the United States, it's not falling, but it's on the wane. Let's put it that way. But otherwise... There's little to get our teeth into, especially when you look at the Stock Exchange News Service today, which had nothing. And even you, and you're one of the most enthusiastic fund managers I ever speak to, must be tested to your limits when it comes to boredom. <laughs> okay, from a scale from one to ten, I would give it six and a half. Then. That's not bad. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, uh, and the only reason why is because uh, you know financials did about the other three and a half percent today. But yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have an interesting day in the sense that it was extremely boring up to now, but all yeah. hell will break loose when, if for some obscure reason, the Fed decide in about hour hour and a half time that maybe inflation is not under control, and you know let's hike that quarter of a percentage, which everybody expected still a, a month ago. Mm. So so as we sit here, consensus are that we're not gonna we're not gonna see any further hikes. Um, and as we sit here, you know, for all the listeners out there that says, well, we're not interested in, in what the Fed is talking about. We're more interested in what the SA Reserve Bank is going to be, you know, doing tomorrow. Um, I, I can put them to rest as well because as we sit here, there is this, um, uh, you know, on, on Reuters poll, there's 30 economists that, that provided the, the insight and, yeah. and uh, opinion and forecast to what the Reserve Bank will be doing tomorrow. Out of the 30, 29 said we're going to remain unchanged. There was one. There was one guy that said, or girl. Um, and uh, that said, we, we, we might see that, see that hike tomorrow. Um, I think they're going to be very, very, uh, um, how do we put this mildly? Um, this would be extremely dangerous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Handle with extreme care. You know, if, if I look at today's um, retail figures that came out. Minus 1.8% retail sales over mm. the last year, which shows an economy that is doing nothing. And then we had inflation ticking up by 0.1%, which is doing nothing. So in other words, we've got a stagnant economy, Skulk. Yeah, we, we we do see okay. So inflation unchanged, um, and and you know four point eight percent levels. I think you know we, we, I'm a little bit worried about you know what the oil price has done lately. Mm. You know what some of these you know harder and softer commodities with you know we're doing, and and I I tend to believe like you know I've been having this conversation you know week after week that you know. Be careful thinking that we've got inflation under control because you know clearly when I look at some of these commodity prices they're not. But let's let's park that for now. Let's let's look at it. You know, every time we've had this uh, retail figures coming out and, and usually disappointing over the past two three months, you and I will have this conversation and you'll always just you revert me back. You say, well, I understand that the retail figures are down, but some of these more luxury type of goods are still. Are still doing well. They're still increasing. You know, today, that was not the case. So, uh, we had a year-on-year, um, uh, you know, 
decline in, in, in retail figures of 1.8%, as you mentioned. Yes. Forecasted was was 1.2%. So that's not just a, 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 a miss. It's, it's quite a big miss. And and the most notice, noticeable you know, declines came from general dealers. I mean, a 4.1% drop um, in in June. I mean, that's a that's so a, these that's are a basic hefty... uh, basic stuff. I mean, these mm. are staples, in other words, stuff Correct. that you normally that is, buy. That... If you're a general merchandiser, you sell stuff that you need to use every week. Correct. Correct. Um, things like uh, food, beverages, tobacco. I mean, this is also general stuff. You know, a decline of more than two point three percent. I mean, this is this is big. This is in one month. This is a this is a big about uh, well, one month move year on year. I mean, this is this is from a positive. Remember, you had this conversation June. We had this conversation. Well, we've seen a decline, but food, beverages, tobacco, those things are still positive. Don't worry. Um, and that's not the case anymore. Decline of two point three percent last month. So clearly, clearly the the the, the inf, you know interest rate or the hike in the high interest rate environment is now starting to take its toll. You know, on the retail figures, we we've we know it's going to have its toll and take its toll on on, on GDP growth. And um, that's something South Africa definitely can't afford. Not not with you know a third of the population sitting without jobs. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be a, a very very harsh blow. So I don't think. The, the is a Reserve Bank will be hiking rates tomorrow, even you know if they're a little bit you know worried about the recent declines. But uh, if we hike our well, movement in in some of these inflationary figures, but if the Fed decide to hike that further quarter of a percent tonight, mm. I do think that this dull, boring, uh, you know six and a half type of day, I think will suddenly turn. You know, towards a. Well, uh, we'll see. Uh, 10, I mean, it's not really boring. When I give you the numbers in a moment, but I want to read something. Mm. My favourite page is the CRB Commodity Index page. That's the Commodity Research Bureau Commodity Index page, and it has a little commentary every day. It says here, the CRB Commodity Index rose above 315. That's the index number, the highest in almost a year. So while we've been talking about inflation coming down, commodity prices are at the highest level for almost a year. And that is obviously a massive contributor to inflation. So don't worry too much about boredom in the future. And don't worry too much if the Fed actually says, well, I'm reading the same thing as Lindsay Williams here. So um, let's just Mm. uh, put a break on it again before it gets out of hand and raise another 25 basis points. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it personally, Skalk, especially when you Mm. look at commodities. And as I said, commodities are the drivers of inflation, along, of course, with you know, rental prices and mortgage prices and and everything else. But commodities, copper, heating oil, crude oil, natural gas and all that sort of thing. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. Now, now, Lindsay, I mean, this is this is I mean, and to to what Lindsay just said, I think very, very important to note, you know, we we mentioned um, the, the, you know, the, the CRB commodity index trading you know, well over the 300 levels again. And um, I'm not going to look at 2000 and you know, pre-2016 because, you know, for those this is that, that hasn't been involved, um, you know, 
just note that around about, let's call it the period 2012-2016, we've had a, pretty much a serious collapse in, in, in most commodities you know, during those days. That's the time where the Anglos nearly went under and clean cores and bulletins. Mm. But so, so let's just take the period between 2016 and 2000 and end of 2019, basically pre-COVID. The average... Um, levels for for the CRB commodity index was just just over 180 points. Now, so 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 this let's call it you know 320 330 levels is well above. I mean, this is well above the average uh, pre-COVID levels. Um, and and I'm actually sitting with the the the, the um, uh, graph in front of me, like like I, I think most probably you're doing as well, Lindsay. I mean. I've I've heard you know a lot of economists and strategists, strategists and uh, analysts coming out you know lately and saying, well, that's the end of the commodity super cycle. We're done. Well, I'm looking at this growth and I'm I'm not convinced yet. I'm not convinced it's oh, me. The, yeah. So let's 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 high five each other and, and say, well, fantastic, <laughs> we've got inflation under control. This month, and um, yeah, I, 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 I tend to think just be be very, very careful. You know, if we do start seeing interest rates, you know, hike being tapering off and, and maybe even decline for, for, for you know, a month or two, just be careful of that repeat of the late 70s, beginning of 80s, where we've had a sort of, we, we got inflation under control, and then that second tranche was just way worse. The hikes in interest rates were just way worse, and a lot of people were caught un you know unprepared. They 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 used that declines to 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 start gearing up on the on the debt again. Don't go and just try and re, you know just stay away from any 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 form of you know, credit card debt and those kind of things for now. Okay, I'll try to. It's difficult, but I'll try to. <laughs> Let's have a look at the spot prices now. Starting with the currencies. Dollar Rand, 18.76. British pound against the Rand, 23.25. This is a dollar that is falling against the mighty Rand. And what else have we got here? The Euro Rand is 20.11. Euro dollar is 107.20, which is a euro that is 0.4% higher against the US dollar. On to commodities now. Gold price doing nicely, thank you very much. Up 13 and a bit dollars to 19.45. The platinum is 9.42, up $7. And palladium is up 19 to 12.86 dollars per ounce, or 1.5%. Now the big one, of course, which has caught everybody's eye, that is a keen commodity watcher like you and I are, Scalp. And that is the energy complex. West Texas crude, $90.97, up half a percent. Brent crude oil, $94.58, up a quarter of a percent, reversing earlier losses. Natural gas prices, though, not doing so, down 3.6%. Copper's up nearly a percent. And so it goes on. And as I said earlier on in the conversation, the CRB Commodity Index, a basket of dozens of commodities at nearly a one-year high. The South African 10-year bond yield, obviously waiting for tomorrow's uh, Saab decision, it's 10.45%, which is down four basis points. I've got the US 10-year bond yield ahead of the Fed tonight, 4.33%, which is down four basis points as well. I've got a feeling they're going to hike. Bitcoin, if you care, 27,142, which is barely changed on the day. S&P 500 futures, predictably doing nothing, actually up 0.2% to, let's call it exactly 4,500. 
hundred. What did you see on the JSC today? There was nothing on the in terms of corporate announcements that need detain us. But did you see anything really going up? The financials, why were they so strong today? Well, I think markets in, in general, you know, market in general looked look pretty pretty decent. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I would I would say you know, let's just I, I'm just going to mention because I, I would I'd not not at least touching some of the the, 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 the corporate events um, we've had. I'm I'm literally going to run over them. Not going to read too deeply into the into the, the data. Right. We've, we've had PPC with the operating update. The operating update saw the you know, share price moving up 2.1 percent today. Uh, we've had Southern Sun. That's old Toho Sun. I mean uh, Southern Sun. Uh, um, they brought out um, uh, well a statement for for for, for the uh, a trading statement for the past six months to to 30 September. Market reacted positively. I mean, although they they're talking about declines in there, I think one should read that with um, you know I think it was about two or three weeks ago we had the tourism you know figures that came out and and there was we know that the tourism in South Africa had a massive pickup this winter and I'm just to, to to remember that you know when we look at Soho Sun um it, they they um revenue 36 percent of the revenue and now we're talking about pre-COVID 2019 Thirty-six percent of the total revenue were made up in the first six months. This first six months that we've now seen, and sixty-four percent um, of the revenue is taking uh, made up in the second half of the year. And with the, the tourism figures coming out as positive as it did for the winter, basically the first half of the year, I think market is telling us that they that they're positive, optimistic on the second half. Share price reacted. 3.1% today. And then uh, finally, Bitvis, um, they uh, just had an announcement that they uh, acquired um, Consolidated Property Services Australia. So, um, yeah, I think uh, market reacted also positively 2.6%. What did I see on the market? I think I saw market you know, today looking looking fairly good. I mean, you were asking why financials. We had a rent that improved close to, to 1%. Why the improvement? Is it just the optimism about South Africa? No, I mean you just mentioned it. I think with the you know, the market expecting interest rates to, to remain unchanged in the US, that's bringing um, some dollar weakness, and with that dollar weakness, that is rand strength, which is always very very positive for our financials. As you mentioned, financials up three percent, also positive for is a property. Is a property also up close to three percent? You so love general, that property like, sector, don't you? I do, I do. I mean, I, I, today I've I've got just this little, little little baby. I mean, this this just just <laughs> a share price. I'm I'm just sort of dragging along, and every single time I need to give feedback, you know, clients always ask me, you know, and this growth point that you're holding, you know, what's going on there? That actually improved three point four, well, four point four percent today. Very good. Let me give you now my top five and bottom five. And you'll give me, of course, the ex-divs after I've given you the upside. Uh, Harmony, well done. Skulk low, 8.3% higher. Bites up eight and a quarter. Absa Group up six and a third percent. Extraordinary. One of the reasons why the index itself, the financial index, was up over three percent. Exaro, 5.4% nearly higher. And Northern Platinum up five and a third percent. So nice for you. On the downside, mm. Tungela down four and two thirds. Sogo Sun down 2.6. Truist down two percent. Richemont a near two percent loser. And Quilter down one and two thirds. Any ex divs there? 
Yeah, Tungela. Yeah. Um, I'll mention all the uh, all the extras. We had Sabanya, Stillwater, Tungela, Impala, Platinum, Truist, Cashbolt, Ashpen, and the aforementioned Richmond also had a, uh, a dividend that we knock off today. Very good. Give me the closing JSC indices and the all important value traded, which I sense might be quite low. Yeah. Now let's start off with that. You you, you actually you. You set the table for that one. Didn't reach the twenty billion mark again. Nineteen billion, very similar oh, levels to yesterday. Mm. Nineteen billion, yeah, it's it's, it's better than uh, naturally better than Monday's you know, fifteen and a half billion. So, um, but I mean, when we look at the the JSC all share closed at that seventy four thousand eight hundred and twenty four points. That's up, up one point four percent. I find. nice. Re- yeah. The resources up one and a half percent, while uh, industrials note that they are really, really rand hedged. And we've had some ex-diff. You mentioned it, uh, Richmond, we're ex-diff, so um, remained unchanged or flat for the day. As we mentioned, Richmond, uh, financials up 3.1 percent, while the SA property index were up 2.8 percent. Very good indeed. The U.S. currently, as yeah. we sit here, things seem to be fairly, fairly, you know, jumping around. As we went into this uh, podcast, we had the U.S. fairly optimistic. We we saw them rise on the optimism that the Fed will keep rates unchanged. As we sit here, that's turned around. Nasdaq now negative territory, a quarter of a percent of ne- negative. S&P 500 now only positive 0.15%, while the Dow Jones, the Value traders, they're a little bit, uh, you know, more optimistic. Half a percent. Let's see what the Fed do. Let's see if they uh, they keep it unchanged. I tend to think that you might um, might be in the right corner. I think there's going to be a bit of a surprise here. Yeah, me too. Let, yeah. Let's see. With the oil price where it is, I think there'll be a preemptive strike of a 25 basis point rise. But that's just me. And what do I know? I know you're looking forward very much to the Ireland Springbok game on Saturday night in the Rugby World Cup in France. I would have a bet with you, but you didn't pay your debt the last time. So I've given up on that. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> maybe, you, didn't maybe, buy, the... you, you didn't send that case of beer to my colleague, the Artscape Theatre. Nonsense. In, in, in Absolutely. Well, that's um, a different version Bollocks. of events to the one I remember. But anyway, good luck on, <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> where's, the, where's this clearly? holding out on you brother i just want to say scott Lowe is a portfolio manager of psg wealth old oak division in cape town and that was the five o'clock shadow the views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of lindsay williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency organization employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author and since we are critically thinking human beings these views are always subject to change revision and rethinking at any time please do not hold us to them in perpetuity